Hey, I'm Tony. And I'm Rob. And this is Flicks Worth Watching. Where we watch flicks. And let you know. If they're worth watching. I almost forgot he's a soundboard a little bit there. Oh. Well, they fade out pretty quickly. Thank you, people. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Thanks for listening. All right, show's over. <laughs> <laughs> this week, we watched The Outfit. That's a really cool poster. Well, yeah. It's very cool. Yeah. It's old school. Yeah, it's like super cool. Mm-hmm. On multiple levels. Yeah. Is this, what is this here? You got the guy, the person here, right? Right. You got, what the fuck that is. You got a pair of legs. Yeah. Right? And then obviously the shadow he's casting is making the scissors. It's fucking crazy. Yep. Oh, that's very nice. Mm-hmm. Very nice cover. Yeah. Like it a lot. All right. Plus you got, you know, it's talking about it fits a pattern mm-hmm. and then it's got the chalk out, the chalk lines from yeah. the construction of the suits. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Very, very nice. It's cool. This movie is called The Outfit. Uh, Yeah, the synopsis is An expert cutter must outwit a dangerous group of mobsters In order to survive a fateful night Okay That's pretty good Yeah, that's a good one Pretty good It's directed by Graham Moore Okay Have you heard of Graham Moore? No No, neither have I What What else has Mr. Moore done? Graham Moore has done The Outfit and The Waiting Room Which is just short Okay So he has done Nothing. All right. Cool. Yeah, he's done uh, Super Producer on Imitation Game, The Waiting Room, as I said that before. Moving on. All right. All right. We got the cast here. We got Zoe Dutch playing Mabel. Do you know from here from anything? Mm-hmm. Zoe Dutch? Nope. Let's see. She was in Zombieland. Double Tap. Oh, okay. I never saw Double Tap. Neither did I. Okay. And The Politician and Set It Up. And we got Dylan O'Brien, who plays Richie. He's been right. in a bunch of stuff. Yep. He was in one we watched. Uh, uh, and, yeah, and the one word name. Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg and, 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 in um, over Resurgence. Infinite. Infinite. <laughs> That's the one. Yeah. Infinite. Infinite. Yeah. He was also a very in, memorable movie. <laughs> he was also in uh, <laughs> Teen Wolf on MTV. Right. And the Maze Runner. He was the Maze, Maze Runner. Runner. Yeah. 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 Dylan O'Brien. He plays Richie. Uh, mobster's son. We got Mark Rylance. 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 Yeah. He plays English, right? He plays Leonard, who is also known as English. He, we never he's, actually get his first name. He's this guy, right? <laughs> don't look up. I, that is that dude. I, he, I, I like him much more in this movie than I did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he was great in the other movie. I just, like, yeah. yeah, he just, man, really great. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was him from This Is It. Uh, no, that, uh, Up, from Up. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't look up. Don't look up. Yeah. Up. Wow. Up. Wake up. Smack myself. Too hot in the hot tub. Burn myself. Make it cooler. <laughs> Johnny Flynn plays Francis. That's what was he in. Let's see. He was in Beast and Emma. Okay. Haven't seen either of those. He's been Les, Les Miserables. Les Miserables? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Simon Russell Bale plays uh, Roy, the boss. Okay. The Boyle? boss. Yeah, Roy Boyle, the boss. He's in Thor, Love, and Thunder, apparently. Okay. He's the voice of Scrooge in The Christmas Carol. So there you go. Not, right. the, also not the Jim Carrey one. Um, and you got Nikki Amuka Bird plays La Fontaine. That's yep. pretty much it. And you yeah. got Alec, Alec Mahesda plays Monk, who is like Roy's bodyguard. Roy, Roy Belafonte. Oh, yeah, the Roy, henchman guy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, That's pretty go. much it. One night. Uh, written by? Written by Jonathan McClain. John McClain wrote this movie? John McClain wrote this movie. Yes, <laughs> oh, he did. Yes, he did. And he's wrote some Mad Men. He's wrote... Herb, Herb, and retired at 35. Whiskey time. Whiskey time. So this movie is about a, like an old school mm-hmm. uh, tailor shop where they dress gentlemen. Yes, gentlemen. Nice gentlemen. And so I brought Gentleman Jack. Nice. So fresh bottle. Nice. This is actually the very first whiskey I ever had straight was Gentleman Jack. Oh, so, you poor, poor boy. There you go. That's actually not bad. I'm not going to front. It was because... I'm rushing a little bit here And there was no cork on this one That's why you got no cork pop It's a twist off Which is I I really don't like Any whiskeys that are twist off But some of them are Okay, Gentleman's Jack Let me get that So far I spill it Here here you go (laughs) (laughs) That's the sign to get What you got You know Yeah There you go It's on It's back on All right, Gentleman's Jack It is I don't What's the proof on this 
80 proof. I haven't had 80 proof whiskey in a long time, Ron. Well, Probably years. Happy yeah. to reintroduce you to the softer side of whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> and that's probably not true. I probably had some cocktails. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. There's, yeah, there's not really much coffee on the bottle. It's double mellowed. It's a Tennessee whiskey. That's basically it. Made by Jack Daniels. So why is it double mellowed? I mean, why is it, sorry, why is it Gentleman's Jack? Is it because it's double mellowed? It's, yeah, it's just a different process. And they just yeah, make it a little smoother. Than double mellowed. Even though normal, like, black label Jack isn't really not smooth. It's just not got a lot of flavor, really, yeah, as just, far as, like, a whiskey, a drinking whiskey goes. No, it's, it's like your stereotypical whiskey. Yeah. You got that burn, put some hair to just boy, and that kind of shit. The, this was the first whiskey I had. It was, um, I had, a neighbors were having a party, and this is the only. Oh, were you? Uh, no, this was six years ago, something like that. So six years ago was the first time you had whiskey straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never just never got into it. I was always drank beer or cocktails when I went out. So I was I was definitely late to the whiskey game hmm. in amongst our group of friends for my 30th birthday. When we had that whiskey night uh, with the poker and all that shit, you were there. Don't look at me like you weren't there. <laughs> I was playing like I wasn't, I wasn't invited. To that. I wasn't <laughs> you, invited. You were there. Um, and that was the first time where like. I had like six or seven different whiskeys there, but that was after I had already had this one a, a few times. Did so. I win that night in poker? I don't remember who won. I think I want to say Jimmy Chung won poker that night. No, he cheated. That's what happened. Yes. <laughs> Recall that fucking story. I got really drunk, so I don't really remember. But so here's what it happened. Here's what it happened, right? So <laughs> we're playing poker and I'm playing, I'm doing my slow play, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm buying here and there, winning a couple of pots here and there, yeah. knocking motherfuckers out, right? You know, hitting tables up. So we get to the final kind of table, and I knock Jimmy out, and he gets upset. Right. I'm buying back in. Oh, he bought back in, right? I was yes. like, what? <laughs> we can buy back in? Yeah. I was like, I just spent all this time knocking people out. Yeah. It was like two hours, man. It was a long game. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And then he's going, I'm buying back in. He's like, man, fuck that. I'm not doing this again. Yeah. So I just fucking quit. <laughs> I was so pissed. I was like, fuck this bullshit. Yeah. That's the problem when you get together with, with people to play poker. Mm-hmm. Is you got to find the right group of people to play. Nothing. There's anything wrong with you, Jimmy. Oh, but it's just it, establishing the rules ahead of time. It's establishing the rules ahead of time. <laughs> but it's also like I don't like playing poker with serious p- poker players. Like Pete, love you, man. Mm-hmm. I can't stand playing poker with you because he's a fucking asshole, and he'll he just plays plays serious, right? Which is fine. If yeah. that's your deal, that's fine. I want to have a few whiskeys and laugh with my friends and just play some cards, mm-hmm. and that's it. I'm gonna tell you a little secret about me. Okay, I'm always serious when I play poker. <laughs> On my okay. face, I'm happy. I'm laughing. We're joking around, but I'm yeah. fucking focused. Yeah. I'm trying to distract your ass. Yeah. <laughs> you know some tips right now. If I'm talking to you, I'm trying to distract you. <laughs> I'm laughing, fumbling the cards. Oops, I showed you that one accidentally. Yeah. It's all a play. Yeah. It's all a play. Letting out my secrets right now. I don't care. Yeah. I'll still beat you. Okay. Don't look at the camera like that. I'm look, I'll do the same look too. i fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Tournament time. <laughs> it's my poker face right here. <laughs> <laughs> I wear a mask. I play. This <laughs> <laughs> got glasses on the ski mask. Morn. <laughs> Mon mm, is is check two. Right. Mm. Mm. <laughs> oh God, I'm spilling. All right. I'm spilling whiskey on my other. All right. Mm-hmm. Ooh. There is a. I don't know what that is. Man, I haven't had this in in since. It is double mellowed. Then, There's a, like a weird. <laughs> it's not sweet at all. The look at your face. Right? It's not sweet at all. I don't know what to describe the taste as. Yeah, I don't either. It's not, not the best. No, it's not. Dr. Pepper? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's like a, almost like a bitterness to it. I want to say mustard. and It's not a flavor you get in whiskey, but no. it's definitely. <laughs> Man, I remember this being a lot better than this. I, I mean, I you know it's a sub thirty dollars, so it's not you're not paying much, but mm-hmm. I remember it being all right. People would like this. He's got to like I said, these, this is like one of the only whiskeys that that I had a group of neighbor friends, and they're mm-hmm. all older than me, so mm-hmm. maybe that has something to do with it. I don't know, but that's like the only whiskey they drink is Gentleman Jack. They don't know any better. They grew up like you without, I don't without know. Fresno I mean, whiskey. The, the one guy's a retired firefighter. The other guy's... What does that mean? Well, I mean, he's, I mean, he's he seasoned. Had, he, had, he had all friends like you, though, who drank Dillamish Jack, and he didn't know any better. Yeah. My maybe. dad is 62. He didn't drink whiskey. He, he's like Jack Daniels of Coke. Yeah. yeah. He takes shots and goes, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Age doesn't mean nothing. That's true. <laughs> That's true. 
Anyway. Is it too late to get to Dr. Pepper? <laughs> I can go get that. If you really want one, I'll go get one. I really do have one. Actually. You want one? Okay. Oh, yeah. I'll okay. go get one. Maybe grab two. Maybe grab. Maybe, maybe seven. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Rob's going again. So it's time for Tony's Corner. Here we are today on the uh, podcast here. Uh, Rob got gentlemen's jack. Usually when we get whiskey, we try to, at least when I say I try to, buy things I think we'll like, you know, try to spend, uh, you know, a good penny on it. You know, just we have some high quality spirits for you guys to kind of review. Uh, Rob took a uh, shortcut today and uh, it's definitely showing. We don't like doing that around here. Uh, I really don't, you know, think that should be a thing we do. Um, I think we should actually strive to, for perfection and get better whiskeys than this. But Rob is being cheap today. Calm so, oh, hey, oh, Calm hey, he's down back. Down. He's back. Hey, oh, hey. Yeah. So to get full transparency back on Tony's corner here, uh, I think Rob forgot to get the whiskey. And when I texted him earlier, he had to go run and get it. And he probably went to a store that wasn't, you know, had a good selection. And he uh, chose you know, much Well, it's a Sunday. And so lots oh. of stores are closed. So the truth comes out. Okay. Um, and signing off with Tony's Corner here. Well, and I have, I had. I'm I, sorry. It's Tony's Corner. You don't get to actually weigh oh, in. Okay. okay. Hey, I'm kidding. Ooh, Dr. Pepper. <laughs> 23 flavors. <laughs> more than, more than in this whiskey. <laughs> Yeah, I just mm. it's, it's it's just unfortunate. Mm. That get, is here, delicious. Here's the here's the. Oh yeah. All right, better than whiskey. There, there we go. Mm-hmm. Get that going. We've gone shit. Twenty nineteen podcast. It's twenty four. Twenty four. So yeah. this is twenty four. We've gone twenty four yep. podcasts without having to. Add something to the whiskey. We came close. We came close. Uh, that one week. I forget which which one was that. I don't know. I don't I, remember. We, we, we had through, a bad one. We fought through it. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't think I could have fought this one the whole time. Not going to front. <laughs> more pepper. <laughs> <laughs> Give me more, Dr. Pepper. And I'm sorry out there if, you, if you're watching this and, and you love Gentleman Jack. Um, that's, that's cool. Do you? But you should probably try something else. Yeah, there's definitely better stuff there's out there. There's better stuff out there. It's definitely true. Yeah. But yeah, if you got... You know, you only got 30 bucks and you want a, a great mixer with a Coke. Get Bullet. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Because <laughs> then you can drink that too and it's exactly. good. <laughs> You're totally right. There's, there's no reason to buy this. <laughs> ah, I feel bad now. Just I kidding. don't. Jack makes plenty of money. Yep, they do. They don't need our recommendation. No, they don't. No. Anyway. Gentlemen, Jack, my ass. All right. This is the point of the podcast where we spoil the fuck, the hell, the shit, the damn. Out this motherfucking movie. That's right. The outfit. So if you're worried about spoilers, uh, put podcast on pause. Go watch it. Or you can jump to there's a time code in the description of the podcast to hear whether or not Tony and I think this movie is worth watching. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can also hit us up on our YouTube page and search for the outfit and you'll see a short little video in there with the same thing. Yeah. And that's it. There you go. And if you've seen the movie already, cool, because we're going to go through the entire thing. Entire movie. All right. You've been warned. Chicago. Yes. 1956. Okay, good. I wrote that date down correctly. <laughs> you thought you didn't? No, it was like, I couldn't remember if it was 65 or 56. Yeah. I got a lot of misspellings in here. I can't spell secretary right. <laughs> <laughs> we see a man walking into a shop called L. Burling. I'm assuming the L stands for Leonard or English in this movie. We never mm-hmm. actually hear the word Leonard, so I don't even know why they put his name. Yeah, I don't either. It's Leonard in... Um, IMDb, but that's his first name, Leonard. We're going to call him English, though, yeah, for we you are. guys, because yeah. that's that's what everybody else calls him in the movie. Yeah. He is in his shop, and he's going through, basically discussing how simple a jacket may look. But right. But then, like, you know, there's seven pieces that make up the whole jacket, and there's 228 steps that do X, Y, Z. You can tell he knows his shit about yeah. making suits, is what this is a high-end tailor mm. shop, where all he does is make suits. Very soothing voice, too. Oh, yeah. I wanted to hear him read me the bedtime story. Yes. <laughs> now I'm watching this movie thinking, did I just pick a fucking movie talking about how some guy makes an outfit? <laughs> because it's called The Outfit. And yeah. I just assumed it was going to be some spy shit or yeah. some secret super group that is part of The Outfit. But it, it opens up on this guy talking about making an outfit. And I was yeah. like, did Fuck. I fucking screw this up? <laughs> it's like the male version of like a fashion movie. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to make the best suit. Yeah. Like, in oh. Chicago. It's like, okay. Fuck your suits, man. <laughs> Fuck you. My daddy told me how to make these suits. I'm going to strive. Here's a suit competition up the street. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to enter. I'm going to win. Grand prizes, $4,000. I go moan shop. Mo- <laughs> no, <but> okay. <laughs> <laughs> that could have been the plot of this movie. It could have been. It could have been. Yeah. been. 
he has has a cool line um, about design in general. Mm-hmm. He goes, "You cannot make something good until you understand who you're making it for." Yes, very nice. Because yeah. as Tony and I are both working, you're more designed than I am. I'm sort of design adjacent <laughs> with animation and video production, but design features heavily into those things. Yeah. One of the things we're always talking about in marketing is understanding the end user. Like, yeah. who is your target audience? You have to know who they are to know what they want. And then if you know what they want, you know how to, like, yeah. drive that to yeah. them. The why. Why yeah. you? Why? Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, mm-hmm. very good line. What kind of man is the customer? Men with guns? Suspicious types come in and start dropping packages in the mailbox. Guys walk into the back room past he don't the care. secretary, past him. He's working away. Mm-hmm. And there's this little drop box, like look like an old school mailbox mm-hmm. in the back. They just the guys are just dropping envelopes in there. It's like okay, that's strange. It's like an exchange point. Yeah, there's some sort of dead drop place yeah. or or just exchanging letters and shit. Yeah, who knows? And even then, basically, there's uh, a couple regular guys coming in and taking the mail out. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's a it's a mob mailbox. Looks like yes. <laughs> yeah, it's a collection box. Um, the kid, uh, Richie. Mm-hmm. Richie and Francis come in and they could, they collect the mail and you see a piece of mail get dropped in with an O on it, like a little almost like an alpha symbol. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. Or sorry, no, omega. Omega symbol, yeah. Yeah. No, that's totally not right. It's not the omega symbol. Omega is the horseshoe looking motherfucker. Oh, that's right. It's just a circle with two lines on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we find out that it's an envelope from a group called the outfit. <laughs> So now we know this movie's not about making it's an outfit. It's not about making an outfit. Thank God. <laughs> I'm so worried. It's a concern. <laughs> they see the envelope, Richie and uh, Francis, mm-hmm. and they're like, uh, oh, shit. Oh, God. English. Yeah. Step outside for a sec. So English goes outside, basically in the, in the, the foyer or the secretary's area of his uh, shop, and they're back there discussing things. And we get to meet Mabel. Mm-hmm. She's out front, nice, pretty young lady. Mm-hmm. And she likes collecting snow globes. Yeah, she does. <laughs> Because she wants to travel the world like English has. Mm-hmm. Oh, you've been here. You've been here. I want to go there just like you did. And you can tell they have, kind of have a little father-daughter relationship. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, she opens a snow globe up. And it's a snow globe of Big Ben. Yeah. He's like, it's a clock. It's it's a clock in London. You can go up the street and see a clock like that. Why is it not about this clock here? Yeah. So, yeah. He just, he's not impressed by the clock. Right. He's, yeah. been, he's been there. He's been there. Yeah, <laughs> he's seen it. Yeah. It's just a big clock. I don't get what the, the, whole, the whole hype is. Richie and um, Francis come out. And uh, she gives Richie a little smile. Little mm. Ooh, Richie, mm. Richie. Mm. Yes. English notices, and he's like, mm, I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like this. So, yeah. <laughs> so then uh, they all leave, and then they uh, go in the back, and uh, Mabel and Richie, sorry, Mabel and English are folding handkerchiefs, mm-hmm. squares. Yeah. Pocket squares. And he mentions to Mabel, he's like, I don't like the way you smile to Ricky yeah. out there in my shop. There'll be no prostitution in my shop, Mabel. <laughs> no, he didn't say that. <laughs> Why well, do make him country? <laughs> He's definitely an English guy. Yeah. Ain't going to be no prostitution in my shop, Mabel. You ain't going to be tricking no people out here in this tailor shop now. Only thing going to get some trim is these jackets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. I mean, I think that should have been the line on the poster. <laughs> the only thing getting trim is these jackets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Woo! Okay, he doesn't like the way she smiled at Richie, and she he basically says like, you know, I don't think he's good for you. You mm-hmm. know, just you don't nothing ain't about that life. Yeah, you know, it's not nice. It's not for you, Mabel. You're a pretty girl. You're not my the kind of she doesn't say the word father. She kind of cuts herself off. Right. You know, I'm not gonna take over the shop. I'm not gonna do the X Y Z. I want to travel the world. Mm-hmm. You know. And he kind of goes, you're not my daughter. He didn't really say it, but, you know, he doesn't expect her to do anything. He just wants to be happy and safe. You know? Which he knows that these guys are mobbed up, and so mm-hmm. he wants her to stay away from them. Mm-hmm. So English is then closing up his shop, and he's drinking some spirits. He's drinking some whiskey. Yeah. yeah. He, they try to show the label at first, and then yeah. you can't see it. You can't see it. I tried to I tried to see yeah. what it was. Yeah. Like, what is it? What is it? Yeah. I want to drink it, too. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> he's by wife sleeping. He has a flash of a kind of a vision of a fire. You know, real quick. <laughs> And he's he's knocked out sleep. Yeah, drinking all the whiskey. So while he's sleeping, there's some people coming in the shop. Mm-hmm. And he's he's awoken, and it's Richie and Mabel. And he's like, "This bitch! I just <laughs> told her not to. They is together. <laughs> I told him not to. Yeah. So yeah, baby, what's wrong? <laughs> so they're dating. Yep, they are. They've been dating for a while. This yeah. is not a new relationship. Nope. What is Richie telling her? Uh, uh well, he starts talking about that Francis thinks we got a rat. That's what it is. Yeah. We found out Francis took six. Six six marbles. Six marbles. Francis took six marbles from a, from a father. Yeah. 
I would have been there, but I wasn't there. <laughs> my family, I wasn't there to take the bullets. I would have took the bullets for them. I've been famous, the, but I'm the, not. The, mar- the marbles. The marbles. That's the right. Marbles. The marbles. But I wasn't there. Yeah. I was out getting my. Never mind. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I was out with you, Mabel. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't there. Francis got shot six times. Now he's the big guru, and I don't care about me. But I'm second in line. So, he, yeah, Francis thinks there's a rat. He's favored by Richie's father. Right. So Richie's upset by this, and he. His dad is the head boss of this neighborhood this area mm. and he's a little jealous of this francis guy because his dad treats francis like number two instead of his own son yep so where richie's telling mabel he thinks he's a rat or francis thinks he's a rat i forget what english drops he, he dro- drops like a little screw or something he drops on the something yeah. yeah and they hear it and they go who the fuck is back in the back yeah and so they open the door and english does the best thing you can do fakes being asleep right <laughs> yes Shit, sleep. always works yeah yep. yeah so they're like, oh, he's okay. So oh, just, he's be, so just be quiet. Just close, be the door. Quiet. close the door quietly. Yeah. Okay. Let me just put this blanket on. Him. Yeah. Oh, and you can tell she's kind of like, you know, oh, you, you're the one, Richie. You're, you're going to be the big guy. And this and that. I'm like, man, this bitch is a gold digger. Yeah. <laughs> this bitch is just trying to get the money so she can travel the world. Yeah. She takes his money when he's in need. He's just a trifling friend indeed. Oh, she's a gold digger. Oh. Way over town. That digs on me. <laughs> she take my money. I ain't saying she a gold when digger. When I'm in need, but she ain't messing with no broke. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Kanye tricking, tricking white people getting into trouble since 2007 or whatever the fuck that song came out. <laughs> How dare you make such a catchy song with that word in it? Mabel walked in the next day. The pair's a little hungover. She had a rough night. Feeling, feeling some stuff. She's walking a little funny. Yeah. Little hungover. She's she popped some tabs right. or whatever. Oh, into, into... <laughs> I don't know what happened that night, but she wasn't feeling the next day. Nope. So the outfit has apparently dropped another another envelope in the box. Mm-hmm. This time it's not a letter. It is a package. It's a, yeah, it's a parcel. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. What is this? There's a tape inside the envelope. So Mabel looks like she wants to tell. Uh, is it English that gets the tape? Or no, who is it? Uh, not English. No, Richie gets the tape, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. So they find the envelope and then she goes to leave for the night. Yeah. She wants to tell English something. He's like, all right. And she's kind of, he's closing the shop up, but she's like. All of a sudden, there's a there's somebody at the door. Well, she she leaves. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She kind of looks like she wants to tell English something. Yeah. And then she leaves and walks off. And then right. it's late at night and you hear, bring, 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 at the door and shit, you know. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Open up. Open up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so English goes and opens the door and it's Richie and Francis. Mm-hmm. And Richie's been shot mm-hmm. in the gut. He's got a marble. He got a marble in his stomach. What what, what happened here, mate? Richie froze up, man. Yeah, <laughs> he froze. <laughs> we were shooting guns, and he put his trigger. And he didn't pull the trigger, and it's crazy out here. And I got shot. Mm-hmm. Well, he got shot. We all got shot. Yeah, I took six from his father. He didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> so they take Richie into the back part of the store, put him on the table. Yeah. And he's bleeding everywhere, and uh, English just says, basically, we have to get the, we got to take him to a hospital. He's going to die. Mm-hmm. Francis is like, we're not fucking doing that. <laughs> in the hospital? Yeah. The La Fontaines are out there trying to get us. Right, yeah. Everybody's yeah. after this briefcase. The cops are after it. The, the La Fontaines are after mm-hmm. it. We can't go anywhere. Yeah, you got to fix him. You guys like, you got to stitch him up. He's, he's, he's bleeding out. We got to stitch him up. Yeah. He's like, I'm not a doctor. He basically says, well, you're, you're a tailor. You can sew stuff. I'm not a tailor. I'm a cutter. I'm a cutter. I'm a cutter. A yeah. tailor can sew buttons on shirts for they learn in 30 minutes. I took years of practice and apprenticeship to do what I do. Like, yeah. You tell them, damn it. You tell them English. <laughs> yeah. Francis basically keeps pulling the gun out and using his, his only power. He walks in. He's still holding the, the pistol. He's mm-hmm. got like holding up Richie in one arm and he's got the pistol in the other arm. And then he throws him on the table and he's like. Like with the gun and like pointing it at everybody. Mm-hmm. The whole time I was just nervous. Like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, man, like, put the thing away. God, man, you're making me nervous over here. Yeah, but he, I mean, this, that's his only power in the whole movie. Right. He's having that He's gun. He's having that gun. He yeah. feels so big mm-hmm. with that gun in his hand. Yep. He basically points the gun in English mm-hmm. and is like, yo, sew him up. Sew him up. And she's like, all right, fuck it. Yeah. He, he, gets, he gets his good bottle of whiskey out and he cleans the needle off and starts pouring the whiskey on, on Richie. The wound, yeah. And he's like, no, no, no. <laughs> Flip it out and shit. Yeah. They hold him down. And um, that was weird when the cop car drove by and they cover his mouth up. Yeah. It's a, it's a fucking cop car outside. Sirens are brazen. They're not. And, they're, and they're, they're in the, the back, back room. room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that part was weird. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> no, no one's hearing shit. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, they cover his mouth up. A cop car drives by, and then Richie, being the bitch he is, passes out. Well, he's getting sewn up. You know, I could take it. I couldn't. 
I'd pass out. I hope pass out sooner. I can take it. I have my fingers. I want to be passed out like when I show up to the place. Like I don't even want to know. Yeah. I'm already passed out. I have my fingers sewn up before. Ugh. Yeah. Tattoo myself, burn myself. That sounds weird. I branded myself, I didn't like burn myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to feel pain, man. <laughs> it's the only way I know how to feel alive. <laughs> I used to give myself shots in my stomach. Myself. I know. Sounds horrible. I know. I was on blood thinner for a while. Okay. I had blood clots, people. And I yeah, remember that. Yeah. yeah. And so I had to shoot myself for a while in the stomach. This thing called, this thing's called Lovinox. Okay. If I'm saying that wrong. And it's some sort of other drug. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like a blood thinner. I had to shoot my stomach. Oh, man. I know. Crazy. That sounds not fun. Uh, yeah, they sew him up. Yep. Richie passes out and um, English looks over and they got blood in his fucking jacket that he's working on this whole time. Yep. He's like, God damn it. So he rips the sleeve off and begins working on that jacket again. He comes out. English goes and washes his hands off and comes out and sees Francis fiddling with the fucking briefcase. And Francis goes, I'm listening. I'm leaving the case here. If I come back and it's not here, I'm killing you. Right. If you fuck with, I'm killing you. If I, I need to leave, I need to go do some shit. So I, if I get caught, I don't want to have the briefcase on me, so it's staying here. Nobody yeah. will know it's here. And English, English is like, just fucking take the case, man. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Get the fuck out of my shop, both yeah. of y'all. Yeah. No. He's got no ties to the mob, except for the yeah. fact that, that the mob boss has come there for suits in the past. Yeah, he basically That's says, it. too, like, he's like, listen, he's like, I don't, I've been kind to you guys, never asked any questions. You have your box in the back of my shop. Yeah. That's fine, but. but I just, my shop, could you please just yeah, take just, him and go? Just leave, please. <laughs> so. Yeah. They say no. Francis goes, welcome to the family. Yeah. You know, you're in the family now. Starts telling the plan. Hey. Yeah. You know. He does. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he basically forces him to be in, in, in their in family. It, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, it's like, because he. In the game. English says like, you know, I don't, I don't know anything about this tape. I don't know anything about anything. Just take it and go. I don't know shit. When he asks me questions, I have no idea. So don't have to worry yeah, about it. Yeah, so I don't have to lie. Because I just anything. don't know. Yeah. And he goes, yeah. well, actually, we got this tape for, from the feds. There was a bug planet in a location we don't know about. And apparently there's a rat. And it's going to be in this tape. And once we hear the, the voice tape, we're going to find out who the rat is and where they were talking. Welcome that, to the family. Yeah, you're in now. So Francis leaves to go do God knows what. Well, he, he went to go find <laughs> a tape player. Because was, this yeah. is back in the 50s. Back in that day, they didn't. you couldn't have a device that played it. No. And before they used things, you know, like computers and you know, digital things to play music. They had things on strips of tape. Yes. And they would, they would use magnets yeah. to play music off these motherfuckers. I know. It's crazy. It sounds a lot harder than just data. Crazy. Francis leaves to go find a tape player to play the tape because mm -hmm. they want to know what's on it. They haven't been able to listen to it yet. Richie wakes up, surprised that Francis told English about, English about the tape. So why would he tell you that, you know? Um, then English kind of discloses that, you know, Richie's father was his very first customer. And then he's talking about the rat. And at this point, I wrote down, I think Mabel is the rat. Okay. See, I thought English was the rat. Does for a second in this scene. Yes. Basically starts saying he's the rat. He's yeah. like, I have to tell you something. Actually, I I am the, I'm the rat. So. Richie starts laughing. Yeah. You're yeah. fucking joking. Yeah. It's you like, couldn't possibly be the rat. Yeah. yeah I, I absolutely could be the rat, actually. <laughs> yeah. It's like. <laughs> Damn, bro. Yeah, I could be. He's yeah. like, he almost shot you. He's like, I know, I know, I felt it. I felt you about to shoot me. Like, yeah. that was a weird scene to me. He's <laughs> like, English is like laughing. I know, I'm, I fucking tell you, you almost shot me. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can't be the rat. And he goes, well, I, why? So then he's, then English starts to get like a little bit offended. Yeah, why? Yeah. Well, why? You don't think I'm, I'm mad enough to rat you out? He's like, you're just a tailor. I'm not a tailor. I'm a cutter. And oh shit You he, motherfuckers Keep calling me a tailor yeah. <laughs> So he starts talking about How you know He trained in England For years and years He apprenticed mm -hmm. To be a cutter Which is somebody Who makes suits From scratch mm -hmm. Draws them out Designs them out Cuts if them You watch them in the beginning It's yeah, very yeah. intense yeah, yeah it's super intense He got out of England Because it was Just this horrible thing Blue jeans yeah. <laughs> Blue jeans Your mate uh, James Dean wears them in a movie, and all yeah. of a sudden they're all One popular. Movie. Yeah, because they're cheap. Yep, you need to make them, and you're just yeah, mm -hmm. they 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 last forever. Yeah. And yeah, both both <laughs> wearing blue jeans currently. <laughs> right, right <now. laughs> so that's why he leaves England and comes to the U.S. And so then uh, Francis comes back, and he's like, "Wants the tape? I need the tape, Richie." And he's like, "Wait, on, hold on now, hold on. What do we need the tape for? Let's wait until my father gets here. But we'll listen together." Yeah, because Richie thinks Francis is the rat. Right. So why why are you in a rush? Francis would just listen to tape here. Francis is like, give me that tape. And so I don't know why he's being very suspicious right now. Very, very suspicious. <laughs> like for no reason. Yeah. I think part of it is, is number one, it's, it's used as a red herring. This is the first red herring in this, in this mm -hmm. movie. Suspect this guy now. Yeah. Like we already are sort of suspicious of, 
of English now because English has this awkward conversation. I was about, suspicious I, of Mabel the whole time. Okay. Because at that point, she wants to tell English something when she's walking out. And she's yeah. Like, no, mm. I'm not going to say anything. I wasn't suspicious of Mabel. And I was like, she, that bitch did it. She too pretty to be suspicious. See, that's why she's suspicious. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you fought, see, you, you would always Falling get tricked. We, if we have learned one thing about Robbie's podcast, he will fall for any name out there. Don't let this in. It's my weakness. What can I say? <laughs> my My weakness. <laughs> But number two, what I think Francis really wants the tape for is he wants to listen. He wants to be the one to tell the boss who, who the, the rat, rat is. Because he's been suspecting this whole time. Right. And and I think that he wants to be the one who will look be looked at as the hero. This guy figured mm-hmm. out who the rat was. The rat was fucking up our shit for a long time. Mm-hmm. Maybe cement his position as being the number two, yeah. like for real, for because real. Because the rat's the one who told them where Richie and Francis be earlier, which got Richie shot. Right. Yeah, so yeah. We, got, we got ambushed, we got set up. So they start fighting with the briefcase. It falls, it opens, there's no tape. Who has the tape, who people? Who has the tape? Who has the tape? Where did the tape go? Bitch, you play right, pulls the guns out now. Oh, yeah. who, 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 who's got the tape? English doesn't want any trouble. He's like, guys, please, just, just calm down, just calm down. And they're like, nah, motherfucker. Where's the tape? Richie has a gun pointed at Francis. Fran has a gun pointed at Richie. Yeah. English is just backing up. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden he trips on something. Causes a little 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 calamity. A little, little sound, yeah. A little, little noise. Yeah. Richie. Richie looks. Looks. And then turns back like, oh shit. And then fires, and fires. the gun just misses sh- completely. Misses completely and shoots a couple of times. And then Francis steps out of the way and lines up a shot. And, and in his neck. Just but they led this early. They, they said Richie froze up like he's never done shit. Right. Like he's just the boss's son. He's just the boss's son. Right. So, yeah. yeah. So it was rightfully so he missed because he's probably never fired a gun before. Yeah. He just has it. And yep. Francis came from the streets. He did. You know, you could tell by the scar on his face. He had a scar on his face. Scar. Well, just how he moved with the gun. Like yeah. he just like stepped to the side and then rose up, mm. took a good shooting position and like held it like a breath for half a second. Yeah. Bop, and that was it. It was yeah. only took one shot. Right in the neck. Mm-hmm. Why'd you make me go and do that then, Richie? Yeah, you know? yeah. Come God on. God damn it, yeah. man. It's what? like, if you, if you didn't mean to shoot him in the neck, like shoot yeah. him in the arm again or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Why'd you do that? Yeah, you're, you're eight feet from each other. Like, mm-hmm. if you didn't want to kill the boss's son, you didn't have to shoot but him But he in the wanted neck. to kill him because he, uh, yeah, he wants did. to be the next in line. Right, yeah. The boss loves me. Looking for a reason to shoot Richie. Right. Does it. Yep. Richie's dying. He goes, listen, I want, you know, why you, why you're going to hell? I want this to be the last thing you hear. Mm. You didn't die because, you know, you couldn't shoot or this and that. You know, you die because you're weak. Damn. Damn. Yeah. Fuck's fucked up. Richie's dead now. Yeah. He's on the floor and all of a sudden you hear. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. The, oh, the shit. boss is here. That's right. He was coming to hear the tape. Right. Fuck. We got to hide the body. English, you're going to help me. English is like, I don't lie. I can't lie. Yeah, yeah. I bad. can't lie. Yeah. He's like, just just tell something and mean something else. I can't do that. <laughs> or say something, mean something else. So he's like, well, just go stall them for a second. Yeah, I'll clean this up. Yeah. So English goes and answers the door. Well, they put they put Richie's body in a trunk. In a trunk. Yeah. And then that's when the knock at the door happens. Francis starts cleaning up the floor because there's blood everywhere. Because Francis mm-hmm. then shoots him in the head while he's like bleeding yeah. out. Yeah, that's true. He shoots he did him again. another shot. Yeah. yeah. So there's word. skull fragments everywhere. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 They don't. They don't show it. But no. There yeah. definitely would be pieces of his brain all over the place. There'd also be a hole in the floor. Yeah. There would be a hole in the floor. Yeah. yeah. But we just we just scooch the table over top of that. <laughs> <laughs> English goes out to kind of stall the boss. Francis is just seen cutting back and just wiping the floor, cleaning up blood, oh, flip, flipping the fuck out. Yeah, uh, uh, he's he not gonna make it. Uh, who's the, the guy with the shotgun comes yeah. with him as well? So yeah. the boss so is not a lot alone. Big fucking guy. Yeah, he's pretty large. Yeah, big fucking guy. He's not not very smart. No. So they come in the back and somehow Francis has managed to clean everything up perfectly. So the boss first thing, where's my son? Oh, Richie uh, left and took the tape. Why the fuck would he do that? He was looking for you. He knew, well, he knew I was coming here. Why would he leave with the tape, right? Just trying to figure the whole shit out. So the boss starts calling people on the phone. On the phone, Looking yeah. for Richie. And yeah. like, no one knows the fuck he is. He's like, where the fuck is my son? You and know? then there's an interesting shot here of English and Francis. English has like a pack of smokes. But they're, it's in like a tin or something like mm-hmm. that. So he opens it up and takes one and offers one to Francis, who sits there. And Francis takes one. And just that shot of them felt really suspicious. I was like, oh, shit, maybe they're both the rat. Yeah. Because it felt like Francis was the obvious choice for the rat, right? Mm-hmm. That's what they kind of wanted you to believe. And it makes sense. Like, the number two guy, maybe he's feeding disinformation so he can take over and whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. And they actually repeat that shot later at the end of the yeah. movie, too. So I was like, okay, well, maybe that is what's happening. But Yeah. And the, the henchman... 
goes and sits in the trunk. He does. Yeah. And you can see blood kind of dripping down. Yeah. And that's that's when we get the shot of them. They're like sort of nervously like getting ready to smoke Uh, these cigarettes. Like, oh, shit. Francis is like, well, fuck. Hey, we should go look for Richie. And the boss is like, yes, we should. And, and then like he's like, fuck, all right, let's go. And he's like, Francis is like, well, wait, maybe, because he doesn't want to fucking English do shit. Right. He's just nervous, fuck, if I leave here, English is going to fucking do something. Right, he might call the cops, he yeah. might, yeah, who knows. So he's like, hey, I should, I should stay here just in case he comes back. Was right. like, he's like, what? And he's like, well, just, uh, I mean, just in case he comes back here, you know, we don't want English here. Just So the boss, Francis, goes by himself. Right, Francis is like, let's all, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's all go. And the boss is like, no, I'm going to stay here. Trying to get the boss away. That's what yeah. happens. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, what yeah, it yeah. is. To get the boss out of the fucking room. Right, so that way they can properly dispose of his body. The boss doesn't want to leave. What mm. if Richie comes back? And so then he says, Francis, you just go. And he's like, well, wait, no, we should all go together. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, why the fuck would we go? What if he comes back here? Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he goes, no, Francis, he's walked to walk out. He's Bring my boy back to me. Francis goes, oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, gotcha. You got so it. They walk out and uh, English is back in the back and he's kind of, is he still working the jacket, right? He's, he's still he's working. Still, he's sewing yeah, the jacket. Sewing this jacket. And they're kind of talking and uh, the boss goes to uh, touch his shears. English reacts real quick and kind of like grabs him. Like, yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. Boss is like, whoa. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's like, no. He's like, well, you can touch him. He's like, listen, that was her, those were uh, my... My first years. It's the only thing I had mm-hmm. when I left England to come to the U.S. to start my shop. Those shears were the only thing I had. So they're very important to me. They're mm-hmm. the only shears I've ever used my entire career. Mm-hmm. So they're really important. They're really important. So just, okay, you can check them out. Be careful. Yeah. Cool. So the boss does. And he says, uh, you never told me why why you left England. Was it was it the Nazis? And he <laughs> says, no, worse. Blue jeans. <laughs> What's the blue jeans? <laughs> so then the boss says, well, you got your tools. You got my tool. I got my tool. And so he pulls out a revolver and puts it on the table. And he just sort of talks about, he gives this little monologue about how what separates us from the, from the animals is the fact that we have these tools. Yeah. And you use yours to do this, and I use mine to, to do the same yeah, thing. Exactly. You know, we're not that different, you and I. No, and they both touch each other's tools. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes, they do. Yes, they do. Then the boss asks English, have you ever heard of the outfit? No, no, I haven't. No. I've not heard of him before. No. Al Capone started it, and when he died, the group spread out, and they're like the underworld United Nations, keeping things in order right. around here. So the United Nations is a really great reference, and everybody should be up to date on that because of all the shit that's happening <laughs> yeah. with Ukraine and Russia and stuff. But if you're part of the of this group, it keeps you safe from retaliation because everybody knows, oh shit, they're part of the outfit. Mm-hmm. And if I fuck with them, that means I'm going to get hell from everywhere. Yeah. So his crew is trying to get in the outfit. Right. Boy, they're, they're being, yeah, they're being considered for the outfit, um, but they have to take out the LaFontaine's. Right. He talks about how the outfit actually got them the copy of that tape. Right. Because the outfit has people in the feds. Yeah, it was the- a feds tape that somebody, a member of the outfit, made a copy of mm-hmm. and then sent it to them to say, mm-hmm. hey, you need to handle your shit if you want to be part of this organization. Mm-hmm. So well, they find out. So yeah. they're they're protecting us. They sense this tape, and then English goes, "You know, why are you telling me all this?" He's like, "I am because I see Richie's coat hanging up right there." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I loved this scene. Yeah, yeah. You need to tell me what happened to Richie, oh, yeah. and you've got five seconds. Yeah, or I'm gonna fucking kill you. So dude comes with the shotgun. One. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, just tell me the truth. And he's like, he's like, fuck, listen, hey. Time out, time out. Francis told me not to say that. Yeah, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the bitch came out. I'm, 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 I'm snitching, I'm snitching, I'm snitching. Okay, yeah. Uh, so listen, Francis came out and he shot. Bring, 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 bring. Someone comes in the back of the, the, the door. He's like cutting him off, right? Right. It's Francis and he has Mabel. And he, he walks in and has a gun on Mabel's head and he's like, hey, I, uh, Went to her apartment, and, you know, I think she's the rat. Like, I figured Richie would go there. So then English sees fucking the gun to Mabel's head, and he's like, oh, shit, I can't let her die. Right. What do I do? The boss is like, he's like, listen, uh, English is about to tell me something. He goes, Francis shot. And he goes, well, English goes, actually, Francis shot. The six, LaFontaine six yeah. guys. When they got ambushed, mm-hmm. Francis shot all of them, and R- Richie didn't. And Richie uh, froze. froze up. And so Richie wanted to make it up for freezing. So he wanted, he left to go kill LaFontaine. Mm-hmm. As English is telling this story, Francis starts calming down because he thinks at first, like, oh, shit, he's about to out yeah, me and I'm going to have to kill this yeah, girl. Because he puts the gun to her head. Yeah. Like, and again, wouldn't the fucking henchman dude notice that shit? Right, yeah. Francis shot and he goes, 
wait, motherfucker. <laughs> like, why would you, you know, I mean, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Why, why would Francis get, put the gun to her head closer? What are you about, yeah. you know? Yeah. What are you about to say? I'll kill this girl, you know? Yeah. And part of that is awkward because of the way that this whole thing is staged because the there's basically two rooms with doorways on the end. And so everybody's sort of standing in a straight line. And so what we see, everybody can see. Mm-hmm. So, but if you had it more staggered, like at angles and stuff to where if like English is more off to the side, English would have an angle on Richie to see him holding the gun at her yeah. back without the boss and the other guy seeing it. Mm-hmm. But because of where they're standing in the movie, it's not that. It's yeah. just, we we can see it and, and he does it more of an angle and it's like, yeah, that was weird. You would notice that like, why, why would he, why, you know, why was Why is he holding, you know. Why is he threatening her more when he's about to tell the truth? Right. And yeah. the boss is kind of like, you know, Fran, you know, English, listen, you're safe. He can't hurt you. No one can hurt you. You know, yeah. just tell me the truth. And then he gives a story about, you know, Richie leaving to go fight La Fontaine's. And then Francis lies about Mabel. I found a blood stain on her floor. And she's like, what the fuck? No, you didn't. Because the other thing is they started arguing like Richie's jacket's back there. Like, why the fuck would he leave? Yeah. In the middle of winter in Chicago mm-hmm. without his jacket. And the boss goes, you know, well, only if you knew he's going somewhere close, which would be your house. Mabel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, because she lies about well, we weren't dating that long, and then the, the henchman's like, actually, we've been we, we've seen you guys a lot. Richie has Richie talk a lot about you. He brags, right? And we follow Richie around, so we yeah. know you guys are together. So that lie didn't help her, right? So, so, Francis basically is like, all right, shit, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna pin the Mabel being the rat. So he starts hitting her, and English is like, fuck. He's like, you can see he's a straw. Like he's, what do I do? So he's but he's having a pa- little panic attack. Starts seeing the fire again. Yeah. You know, which comes into play later of why he's looking at seeing this fire and, and who Mabel is to him. The boss goes up to Mabel and says, who are you? Mabel Sean. And he's like, Sean, mm-hmm. you don't happen to be related to. This is before she gets hit. Right. Yeah. So and so Sean. And she says, well, yeah, he was my dad. He wasn't around much, so I don't remember him. And he's like, oh, the boss says. He used to do some work for me back in the day. He was a good guy, yeah. whatever. And then it sort of starts turning to like, I'm sorry what happened. To I'm him. sorry what happened to him. You know, this this line of work that we're in, it's, it's tragic like that. And mm-hmm. so it, these things just sort of happen. But you can kind of tell that like maybe he did kill her yeah, dad, yeah. maybe. And you could tell she knew and she was very, you know. Right. She was being kind of cagey about it. Then she gets hit. And then the boss is like, all right, let, make make her talk. And so they drag her into the back room. He's like, English, stay outside. It's going to get a little brutal out here. Right, yeah, stay yeah. Out here, And we'll, we'll clean up after we're done. Don't worry about Don't that. Don't worry about it. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Now what do I do? The boss goes, and he goes, listen, I can't. My son is missing. missing. I, you, know, you don't You don't it. understand. My son's missing. I have to find out where he is. Nobody, nobody wants to tell me the truth. So I'm going to make her tell me the truth. Yeah. And that's just how it is. And, and the English says, well, no, I do understand. Mm-hmm. I had a family once. Back in London, I, I didn't come. I didn't really come here yeah. because of blue jeans. I lost a daughter. Yeah, there was a fire in my shop, and you know my wife and my little girl lived upstairs. And the the fabrics burned so fast. It burned so fast, and I I wasn't I was working so focused that I didn't notice until it was too late. And by then, everything was on fire. Mm-hmm. And they ring, 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 ring. <laughs> phone rings. Yeah, middle of the story. Yep. And he's like, and then the boss answer it. So he goes outside and, you know, English answers the phone. Right. Hello, hello. Oh, that's wonderful news. Where, where, where are you at now? Okay. Oh, that's, that's so great. Awesome. All right. Okay. Okay. Bye. Oh, that that was Richie. He's on, he, that was him on the phone. Yeah. You know, basically convinces them that, you know, Richie called and said, hey, he couldn't, he couldn't talk long. Um, he wanted them to meet him at 31st and Holstead. Yeah. He's stuck there for whatever reason. Yeah. Come there. I've got the tape. Come get me. Mm-hmm. They convince him. He's like, all right, cool. The boss is like, all right, let's go get Richie. Francis is like, is like, well, I should probably stay here. <laughs> yeah, he he's wants like, Francis he's, to go. Like, let's go. He's let's like, roll, no, guys. why? We need, we need all our guns. We're going to the Lafontaine's. We got. I need all our men. Yeah. He's like, listen, what? You know, I need to be here to protect this, to, for, with them. I, I have to be here. And the boss doesn't give a fuck mm. anymore. He's like, I need to, I need to go get my get son. My, get he my doesn't boy. really question it, even though Francis's reason for why he wants to stay doesn't really make much yeah. sense. So the boss is, fuck it. And him and the henchman dude, they leave. So they leave and Francis is back and he's like, all right, well, fuck, I'm still going to kill Mabel. Well, yeah, he wants to pin the being the rat on her. Here. Yeah. Yeah. And she said, so the, the English is like, listen, you, you can't kill Mabel because there's going to be an ambush at the location with the Lafontaines. Francis is like, well, how will the Lafontaines know that location they're going to? And English is like, well, because Mabel's going to tell them because she's the rat. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. So then English goes and tells the story, and she's like, holy shit. And he's like, yeah, she 
helped the FBI bug bug the room and you know the outfit found out and she you know she pitted them against each other and English hit the tape inside of the seam of a jacket right basically. yeah and yep who where the tape go I have the tape I have the tape I hit it yep so Mabel's like you know wow wow English I can take care of myself and then English gives her this fucking look like really bitch bitch no you cannot <laughs> you were just about to get shot till I stopped it happening <laughs> take care of yourself my ass yeah 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 so Mabel was basically using using the tape as leverage to get money mm-hmm. so that she can travel the world. So English convinces Francis to go along. Cause with Francis him. is just like, look, I'll just kill you both now. And I got the tape and you know, I'll leave. English says, okay, well wait, you could, you could do that. Sure. But now, now we're dead and you got to deal with us. And the boss is going to come back. He's going to kill you. He's, yeah. He's going to kill you. See, he's like, so option, option a is to, uh, we all die. Or option B is to set up the boss he he gets killed and then you're next and in you're line. You're in charge. Yeah, you take it over. Next in line. Yeah. And he's like, Yes, I'll do that. So Mabel makes the call. She and calls the La Fontaine yeah, to tell French. them to go to thirty first in Holstead mm-hmm. and you're gonna find Boyle and the henchmen and you they'll be there and you can ambush them. Mm-hmm. They do. And she speaks fluent French mm-hmm. to the La Fontaine. Yeah. La Fontaine. The La Fontaine. Yeah. So <laughs> So yeah, so they uh did the ambush. They we don't know they kill them all, but they do it. Um, then La Fontaine show up at the door, and we open the door, and they're black. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all would see. I didn't see that coming. And it was a woman. Crazy, crazy shit. No wonder they don't like these motherfuckers back in the nineteen sixty. <laughs> we gotta kill these black motherfuckers. No, yeah. I'm kidding. We should probably cut that line out. <laughs> Tony Thompson not endorsing killing black motherfuckers. No, we don't. Is that, uh, that Bill Burr joke when he talks about like when things sound racist? It's where, where you put the motherfucker. Okay. He's like, if you put the motherfucker after the nationality, it doesn't sound that bad. Right. Man, this, man, this, man, this black motherfucker was talking to me, right? Right. You put it before, though. Oh, yeah. These motherfucking black people. <laughs> <laughs> I was 100%. like, you're totally right. It does, yes, sound worse. it does sound way worse. Oh, shit. <laughs> Because I, I I like the motherfucker coming after because it always just sounds funny. To yeah. Me. No, I totally like agree. this mechanic motherfucker was over here and he was, you know. Yeah, this motherfucking mechanic. You're yeah. like, oh, oh shit. Yeah. Was he busy mean? Was he a bad guy? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. very good joke, Bill Burr. He mm-hmm. was funny in concert, by the way. Oh my gosh. Very hilarious. Dude, Bill Burr's awesome. Great concert. Anyway, um, so yeah, the La Fontaine's come in. Francis Hides in the back. And right. Babel's selling tape to him. She's like, and they're bringing a big ass truck of money in. Mm-hmm. And she's like, finally, I'm going to Paris. Mm. Yay. Yay. But so yeah, they're about to get the money. And English is like, wait, we got a problem, bitch. She starts doing some sign language. He's like, <laughs> Go in the back. There's a gay man with a gun back there with a shoot pow, 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 pow. <laughs> <laughs> So he's doing this whole acting yeah. thing while he's saying, Are you trying to pull one over on us, LaFontaine? Yeah. yeah. That's not all the money we Where's discussed. All the money. <laughs> what do you mean it's not there? It's yeah. just crazy. He's in the back room. Um <laughs> So, so they uh, basically go on the side of the door mm-hmm. where Francis is at, and Francis is like, "Shit, he can tell like fuck something's, something's wrong. wrong." Yeah, so he, he he pops out like, "Ha, bitches!" Yeah, and he's wrong. Runs way too far into the room. Francis makes a very bad tactical error here, mm-hmm. where he opens the doors, and at that point, all he's he can have clear shot at the boss if he just stays in the flings the door open. And he's there because the bodyguards are outside the doors, mm-hmm. right? Because then it's a stalemate, right? You guys stay where you are. I've got I got sights on their boss. If anybody fucking moves, I'm going to kill her. Mm-hmm. But he runs out into the room. Ha-ha! Now the bodyguards are behind him with guns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> guns pointed at his guns back. Guns pointed at his back. So tactical error there, Francis. That uh, was the last mistake you'd ever make. Yeah, basically. Well, no, it's not. Not the last mistake. Oh, made. that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yep. Fucking yep. Undertaker out this motherfucker. Uh-huh. It's Undertaker, motherfucker. <laughs> See, every, every time, dude. Yes. Francis tries to make a deal. Listen, let's make a deal. I'm thinking like, what do, what do you have to offer? Yeah. You have nothing they need. They mm-hmm. got they got the tape. What's your deal? Yeah, they, they already killed Boyle. <laughs> the, the, your crew's gone. Yeah. Especially if they kill you, there's no deal to make. Right. Let's make a deal. She's like, no, nah, we're not making no deal. No one give a fuck about us when we, we start making money. Mm-hmm. You can go fuck about nobody else. We start making money. Now we can't. We can't do this. Nah, motherfucker. Yeah, they, they, the La Fontaines yeah. did the numbers game in town mm-hmm. for 10 years. 
And it was all just small time stuff for a while. And mm-hmm. then as cities get bigger and bigger, there's more people that want to gamble and shit. And so they started making mm-hmm. some crazy money and the mob noticed and they were had problems. Their problem, right. So yeah. as she's telling this story, English goes, there's nothing to worry about. I took the bullets out of his gun. And France is like, really? It looks at his gun and then there bullets, there's still bullets in there. Yeah. So there's, there's a <laughs> shot of he's he's got the gun on the boss. And when English delivers this line earlier tonight, it took all the bullets out of his gun. We get an insert shot of the POV of Francis looking at his gun, still pointed straight. And you can see there's still bullets in the gun. Yeah. There's still, you can see the shell casings. He's got a revolver, not a semi auto. So you can see them sticking out. Yeah. So you don't, he doesn't need to do what happens. He doesn't have to move the gun. Right. Yeah. He he can look down and see. Now it's possible because those are just the shell casings. It's possible there are no actual bullets in the front. Yeah. But we don't, we don't don't think that English is going to put blanks in the gun. Right. Right. Exactly. And so then what Francis does is he looks up at the gun sideways. Yeah. yeah. And when he does that, the bodyguards let loose. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> and he gets shot a bunch of times. And then he fires a shot into the ceiling yeah. as he's dying. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, the bullets were still in the gun. It was yeah. just English being tricky motherfucker. Now, this is important. is six shooter. And he's, he's let some shots off. Mm-hmm. So he's he's shot at the what the La Fontaines, right? Well, he shot Richie twice, but mm-hmm. he's he's left the scene several times. So it's one of those in consideration because he's, yeah. he's we shot he shot those two bullets at Richie, right? right? He shot in the air, yeah, that's right. Three. So you yeah. think he has three left? Yeah, and that's not the case though. Yeah, so there's two bullets somewhere. Yeah, we're missing in the movie. Yeah, guys. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, no, definitely fine. So he's down. He is down. He's down. He you know, basically English tells him to lie, and she Lafontaine goes, "No one knows what's going on inside the tailor's head. He's so quiet, listening in, and no one knows what's going on inside his head." And he goes, "I'm not a tailor. <laughs> if you motherfuckers call me a tailor one more time, I'm a cutter. Damn it, a I'm cutter. A, I'm a cutter, motherfucker." <laughs> yeah. So they get the money. I was surprised by this by this part where she just gives them the money and leaves. Yeah, I was very surprised by that. Yeah, I mean, why? I mean, there's no threat to them. Yeah, and I guess because they're more of an old school. And she you, respected him the fact that he came in from nothing as a foreigner, like she did. Right. Okay. Right, and worked his way up to get where he was at. That's what she was talking about. Like, you right. know, we, we come here, we worked hard to get where we have now, yes. and like all of a sudden we start making money. People want to fuck with it. Yeah. Nah, you gotta die, motherfucker. <laughs> then fucking Mabel's like, well, fuck, we got the money, like the outfit. We've we've killed the whole blah, blah, blah. You know, we're, They're we're, gonna come we're, after we're us. Fucked. And yeah. English goes, why would the outfit come looking for us when I orchestrated the whole thing? <laughs> I love this da 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 button. It's crazy. <laughs> movie. English faked everything. He faked it all yeah. somehow. So, I mean, the outfit definitely, for a second, I thought he was part of the outfit. I thought he was too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't think it's the case. No, I don't think so, so either. But he, he just. But maybe he could have been because when we get in a little bit, when he fully goes with yeah. his backstory, it's possible that he was part of the outfit in England. Mm-hmm. See, he could have played the whole fucking tape. He could have the whole the whole ordeal, right? Mm-hmm. Because the whole time the mob never listened to the tape. Exactly, he they just, never found out what was on it. Yeah, so he's basically he knew she was being a rat, right? And was like, "Fuck, I gotta get her out of the situation," right? How do I do it? Mm-hmm. He could have thought of the tape, tape situation, or could have noticed the tape getting dropped off and was like, let me do this. Yeah. Because they didn't show him recording the tape, and it's just the audio of him from the beginning of the movie. Talking about how to make a suit. How to make a suit. Yeah. Yeah. Is so. the tape that, that they walk away with. Yeah. and But there is a real tape, though. Yes. That he recorded the whole night mm-hmm. of the altercation between everybody. 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 Yeah. The Boyle and the LaFontaine's admitting to everything, mm-hmm. to killing him. All the dirty stuff that that Boyle admitted to, mm-hmm. everything he's got it all on tape. Mm-hmm. So it makes you think that he just set the whole fucking thing up. He like, could have, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. he made the outfit envelope, put it in there. Mm-hmm. The first envelope, it, they don't we don't get a time period. So he's probably aware of the outfit. We get later on information that he was actually, you know, he used to be a little mobster. We'll kind of jump ahead, right? Yeah. Right. Um, and because of that, he's like, oh fuck, I can use this against him. So I'll, I'll make a letter, say it's from the outfit, say we're, we're thinking of having you in. Time passes, right. Found a tape from the feds. Someone, something, someone, you got a rat that whatever, like, right? Because he's overhearing stuff. Being the tailor, these yeah. guys come into the shop all the time and they're, you know, they're just mm-hmm. sort of talking shop and yeah, whatever else. And they're, he's just pretending to not be interested. Leave me out of it. Leave me out of it. I don't, you know, yeah, because LaFontaine kind of, you know, hints on that. Yeah. Taylor's sitting here quietly, mm-hmm. listening, listening to everything, but no right. one knows what's going on in his head. So English decides, you know, to set the fucking shop on fire. He gives Mabel the tape mm-hmm. of the recording and said, here you go. 
give this to your buddies at the feds and, you know, get, get like, if you're worried about LaFontaine coming after you for any reason, like just get her arrested. Here you go. This ties mm-hmm. up everything. Mm-hmm. So she walks out with all the money and the recording of the tape of the evening's events. Yeah. Gives him a hug goodbye. Mm-hmm. Go travel the world. Go see, you know, whatever. And you would have, you would have liked my, my, you yeah. know, and she's really like my daughter. You know, yeah. And so it gives her a little hug and she leaves. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah. then he proceeds to set the entire store on fire. And as he's, yeah, he's, he's doing this, he's... Because gassing. Richie's still in a box in the corner. Yeah, he's like, I gotta burn this shit down. Several people have been murdered in this establishment yeah. all night. He cannot stay. He, he cannot, yeah, no, yeah, I just, gotta get out of here. Yeah, so he's starting to burn it down, he sets it on fire, he's got his jacket he just, just made, put it on, looking all dapper and shit. Yeah, so then, so we get the reveal that the jacket that he's been working on the entire movie is one that he made for himself. Because mm-hmm. he knew... Everything was going to come to a head soon, yeah. and I was going to have to leave, and so I'm going to make myself one badass-looking suit for mm-hmm. when I have to go. And so he puts his badass suit on. He's looking all sweet, letting everything on fire, and then all of a sudden... You see Francis getting up in the background. <laughs> like the fucking Undertaker, Dude, what bro. What the fuck is going on right now? I'm like, no! <laughs> oh, no. Because you can't get shot in the shoulders. And- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Francis gets the fuck up. He uh, turns, and he fucking sees him... Uh, English. He shoots English in the arm. Shoots English in the arm, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, God. Then he pulls out a knife, and they do a little knife run around. Yeah, so this part, I was a little disappointed by by this sequence, because they're playing like English doesn't know what to do. It's very clear he has experience with some shit. Mm-hmm. He, hasn't, he hasn't gotten into his backstory. We're about to. Yeah. But... He's running around and tripping over things and very clumsily, very scared mm-hmm. of Francis with the knife. And it was just kind of weird. You don't you didn't need to play it like that. Like play it like he knows what he's doing. He ain't about that life no more. He's Yeah, I know, but but he's but he's felt a little too like like it was you or me with somebody coming after yeah, us with a knife. I think, you know point, what I think mean? that's the point though. I know it's the point, but we understand as the audience that there's more to him than meets the eye mm-hmm. already. Yes. And so he could have been still He's a Decepticon. Right. He has decepted us. Yes. And decepted. Dece- and that's a word. Deception. 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 <laughs> deception. <laughs> he could have still could have just been dodging it and moving out of the mm. way, but it was just really clumsy and goofy. Now we get into English starts monologuing. Mm. He he He's like, I used to be like you. Yeah. Yeah, he start, yeah. And you see he's got these tattoos on mm. his arms going up. Or they said I had the gift, and mm-hmm. I'm not talking about magic. I'm mm-hmm. talking about getting things done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they asked me to do something I couldn't do. Yeah. So I left. The I, life that you're in right now, I, I left it all behind. And while I was on the run, I met my wife and became a cutter and started making a new lives. We mm-hmm. got married and had a kid, and everything was fine. And then those guys found me, and they fucking burned down my shop while I was asleep. Mm-hmm. And they didn't make it. So I fled here. And Francis is like, I don't give a fuck. So listen, if 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 a dude pulls his shirt sleeve down, shows these tattoos, yeah. I'm just gonna walk the fuck out. Yeah. You don't gotta die. Francis, you're already shot several times. Yeah. He got shot at least he has at least two marbles in yeah. him. Yeah. Just fuck give up. It. Fuck it. If he lives at this point, he could still take over exactly. the rest of the boil exactly. operation. Because it's just the boss and a few mm. other guys are dead. There's still some crumbs there. And he, as far as they're concerned on the tape, Francis is dead. Right, exactly. And he just goes underground. Yeah. Change his name. So Francis comes at English with a... With the knife. He pulls the, out a switchblade because yeah. he's out of bullets. Yeah. He goes to shoot uh, yeah, again, English yeah, again, clicks, but yeah. he, he doesn't have any bullets left. Comes the knife and English does, you know, some Steven Seagal shit. Yeah. <laughs> or like Brad Pitt when he slips the jab and snatch. Yeah. And it catches him with the side. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He did that shit. Yep. He slips the fucking knife. Hit it with the hand, bop, and then pulls his shears out from the side here. <laughs> and his fucking neck. He's, uh, 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 uh. And yeah. then he like pulls the shears out. Francis on the ground, and he comes up like he about to stab him in the fucking chest. Like, motherfucker, you shall not live. But it doesn't happen that way. He doesn't do it. It was intense. Yeah, it was really that. intense. I felt yeah. that. Yeah. I felt that life. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, he doesn't do it. Francis just bleeds the fuck out of his neck. Yep. And bleeds out. Dies. And is like, God damn, my fucking... Now my fucking jacket my is all suit. fucked up. <laughs> just, just made this shit, man. Yeah. Put his jacket back on and he walks the fuck out. He just walks the fuck walks out. out. It's, it's burning. The, yeah, it's all going up in smoke. And he says, you know, now what you do is you just start over. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yeah, it's... uh. That's the movie. But I was pretty. I thought it was pretty cool how it was shot in one location. Like, all, all took place in the shop. I thought it was cool, mm-hmm. but if I see 
one more fucking movie that's all shot in one location, <laughs> I'm going to fucking scream. How okay. many have you watched so far? Well, you had The Guilty. Okay. And we had this one. Yep. I think that might be it. <laughs> yeah, like it was like seven But movies. I don't I don't like that. I, I This I, was, this is, The Guilty was different. So I could say like that one, like you could tell it was one location. This yeah. one, they had three rooms. Yes. So they moved, moved a little bit. Yeah. But and didn't each, bother me. each room had a, sort of a different flavor yeah. to it. So it was fine. It's not to say I didn't like the movie. It just, I, I don't want everything to be in one location. I mean, I get it. This, if you can do that and make it interesting, it's cool. But he was also talking about, uh perfection at the end of the movie i'm not gonna yeah. quote it right but he was like basically saying like right like perfection is unattainable mm-hmm. but you should always strive to do it and he was like the only problem is once you complete your task there's the disappointment because you could not achieve perfection right i was like yeah damn i kind of ruined it a little bit but you get my point yeah it was cool yeah so, all right so was this film worth watching yes i answered my own question it was yes what am i, what am I, what am I doing my arms crossed i'm standoffish you chose this movie rob yes it's worth watching yeah it's worth watching i agree yeah what'd you give it 6.7 it was a little higher than that buddy okay about 10 points higher 10 7.7 okay that's one that's one point higher 10 tenths <laughs> 10 tenths points higher yeah i'm the mathematician here you're not okay uh, you're, you're right about that correct <laughs> i meant 10 tenths correct yes 10 ones yeah 10.1s <laughs> higher 10.1s <laughs> higher uh imdb gave it a 7.1 okay out of 10 let's go to rotten tomatoes the critics gave it 85 85 yeah well, pretty, that's a good movie mate. that's a good that's a good score and the fans gave it a 92 wow <sighs> fucking wicked isn't it wow it's unbelievable it's bloody unbelievable yeah those ratings are rubbish man they're not rubbish at all you're rubbish your fucking face is rubbish mate no mate what about this movie gives it above a seven for you what 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 put it over the top because i think anything under a seven is like yeah it's a good movie but i probably wouldn't Mm. watch it again Um, i I like the fact that it was one location okay it took me a while to notice that it wasn't until almost like the end of the movie i was like fuck it all took place in the shop the cleverness of English's character, yes, was very intriguing to me. Like I mm-hmm. just, um, the acting was on point. The way they wrote him into being like this kind of frail old man, but yet at every turn he got more and more strong. Mm-hmm. Or you know what I mean? Like he just kept getting more and more like, oh shit, maybe he's not that frail. Okay, right. he's he's doing this, he's doing this. Oh shit, he's he's doing more. And now mm-hmm. okay, he's here. Now oh shit, he's here. Like they did a really good job yeah. of that. Yeah, in the movie, the yeah. build up. I mean, yeah. Her care and I just her character with Mabel was okay. Like I like I said, I thought she was a rat the whole time, and she mm-hmm. was. Yeah. So I kind of saw that coming, especially when she came with Richie. I was like, oh, that bitch is a rat. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she's yeah. already she's she's already the one person hiding something in the movie. She's the only person the whole time lying to her father. That we figure. as the audience catch her. Yeah, in, as, in as the a father figure, right? Yeah. So it's like she ha- she's the rat. It just makes more sense to me that she be the one doing it. Because why would it be English? Why would it be Francis? Why? Because like like even fucking. Uh, Francis and Richie said, why Why would he be pushing so hard to find this rat if he was the rat? Right. Take him off the trail. But, like, it's like, dude, like, but he, he's on the tape. You know, like, mm-hmm. or whatever, he, like, whatever, like that, like, right. you know, so how, how's he going to fix this? So, yeah, I just thought it was her the whole time. And yeah. it was. Yeah. So. It, I thought it was paced really well. I felt like there was, there were too many moments where the knock at the door interrupts whatever we're doing. And then mm-hmm. we introduce, like, a new wrinkle to the plan. Like, mm-hmm. that happened, like, four or five times. Whether it was the phone. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get... You can only do so much because it's all in one location, but mm. but even then, still, I, I yeah, I mean, the story was cool. But those wrinkles make sense, yeah, yeah just yeah, because yeah. of we can't find Richie, right? And everyone's kind of come back and back and forth trying to find Richie, right? So like, it'd be different. If it was like, fuck, why are we doing this? But yeah. it kind of makes sense. Yeah, well, that was good, man. I expected nothing. Yeah, and it, and it started out, and I just kept getting more and more interested. It it does a really good job of of pulling you into the story. Yeah. I remember being very bored at the first like ten minutes or so yeah. of the movie. I'm no, like, what the fuck cool is this? Jacket. Going on and on. Now it was shot cool, and the writing mm. was good. It, nothing about that, but it's just like the first ten or fifteen minutes. It was just like, man, like I looked over, like my wife is on her phone, mm-hmm. and you know, and the whole time I'm just like, okay, what is happening here? <laughs> yeah. And they just slowly start putting more and more pieces in into the story mm-hmm. until at the very end. Yeah, it makes it really interesting. The, I mean, the first what five seven minutes, he's just talking about making. He's a talking jacket. about making a jacket. That's it. Yeah. Yep. Which is great 
by the end because then you realize the significance of that. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that that was really neat. I really liked the story mm-hmm. of it all. all right, that's it. Well, that's it for the podcast. Well, hope you enjoyed. Please check us out on all the socials. Yeah. All the all the things. And all right, everybody. See you later. See ya. Have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Love you, Rob. <laughs> oh, you want to go do it? No, I don't. <laughs> Sorry, do do do. I'm letting me catch you up. I don't. No, it's okay. That was kind of obviously. Go ahead, do it. I love you too. <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs>